And it's incredibly powerful when we say no, because then we can serve the right fit clients in an even more impactful and powerful way. And we really get to cater our services and our delivery to bringing ridiculous results to the clients that really are a good fit for us. Welcome to the 7 Figure Freedom Podcast, where ambitious CEOs turn to transition from being the doer of the business to being the leader of the empire. I'm Madeline White Silva. I'll share my real-life struggles and breakthroughs as I've scaled my businesses and grown a team that run the day-to-day without me, so that now I run my seven-figure business on three-day work weeks. Join our community of visionary entrepreneurs and transformational leaders as we create lasting impact, financial freedom, and an awesome, rewarding life with a powerhouse team by your side. So in this episode, I really wanted to dive in and look at what is the cost of working with clients that are not really a fit. You know, so often when we're in this state of lack or we want to grow our business, we start taking on clients that is not a good fit. This especially happens in the beginning of a business, in the startup stage, because you just wanted to get clients in the door to pay the bills. So you take on anybody that's willing to say yes. Or you are pushing to grow your business and scaling it to the next level and you have big goals and you really want to make big things happen. And so again, you start taking on clients that truly are not a great fit. And what is the true cost of taking on clients that really you have no business working with, that is not at a place where they are ready to step in and do and work with you? Let me just define a little bit what I mean by not being the right fit. Because it's really not that the client, there's something wrong with the client, or that they're doing something wrong, or they're not a good person, or, you know, they don't have honorable desires to solve a problem. Not being a fit is really all about us. You know, us as the CEOs, who are the people that we can create the biggest results for? Who are those people? How can we help them really step in to the bigger picture, right? And so it's not about people not being the right fit. So for example, in our accelerator program, where we have done for you business scaling, we don't take on clients that are still trying to figure out their offer or don't have enough leads to grow and they really need marketing and tactics and messaging. It's more in a startup stage, not because they anything wrong about that stage, not because these clients aren't cool or good or created amazing success in their businesses already, or because we don't believe in their offer as services. Not at all. They are just not at a stage where they're going to get the most out of the services that we offer. We really want to take clients that are figured out their marketing. Leads is not their main concern. Now it's looking at how can we take on more clients faster, deliver bigger results, and really scale our already successful business to that seven to eight figure level. Those are the clients that we get phenomenal results for and we work incredibly well with. So every now and again, we'll get clients that are willing to invest the high ticket item and step in to work with us that are not quite ready. Even though they have the money, 
that's not necessarily the main reason to work with us. They also need to be in the right stage of business. And what happens when those people step in, because I too have made this mistake of taking on clients because they're eager and they want to work with us and they're excited and they got the money and they're ready and they feel super convinced that we are the people that can help them, is that oftentimes when I take those clients on, they do not really get the level of results that the clients that are right fit for our offer gets. So for example, on average, our clients get make an extra hundred to three hundred thousand dollars in the first nine months of working with us. Now that requires somebody to already have some pieces of the puzzle in place. Because the very first thing we do is help them reorganizing their offers and setting up the revenue stream in a slightly different way. And because they have the marketing in place and because they really good at sales already, for the most part, then the whole machine just skyrocket results for them really quickly. And it's because they have some of those building blocks in place already. Now, if we take somebody on in the startup stage that don't have that in place, yeah, they don't make that hundred to $300,000 in the first 90 days because they're not at the stage of business where they're going to get phenomenal results with our services. And so we are becoming really discerning. For example, right now, we're investing heavily in Facebook ads and appointments, booking systems, and getting people in the door to really scale our business. We have put a lot of effort and time into building the building blocks. And I'm getting tons of appointments booked, five to seven appointments every single week. And I'm turning away two-thirds of the booked appointments as of right now because they are not the right fit. They're not at the place where they are really going to get results for our services. And the reason I'm doing that is because I know the cost of taking on clients that is not a fit for offer, that are at the right stage, no matter if they have the money to invest or not. And it's incredibly powerful when we say no, because then we can serve the right fit clients in an even more impactful and powerful way. And we really get to cater our services and our delivery to bringing ridiculous results to the clients that really are a good fit for us. So right now, you can get my super simple team assessment process that helps me evaluate my current team, identify if I need to hire somebody else, what kind of training my team members need, who is worth investing in, and who needs to be more challenged to grow with a company, and really turning those less than motivated team members into productive, valuating, value-adding team players. It's an on-demand five-part video series that will walk you through the whole process. It's totally free. And you can find it at hello7figurefreedom.com team-assessment-video-series. We'll make sure to add the link in the show notes and let me know. And so the biggest cost to take it on clients that are not a fit is that they're just not going to get results in your business. They're not going to get results with your programs. They're not going to get results with your services. not going to get results with your coaching. And if they don't get results, that means 
But oftentimes, you and I are going to have to compensate by working a whole lot harder for them, showing up in ways maybe we don't ever do for clients that are the right fit. Because we are really looking to push the envelope to making sure that they're getting value, right? And in the end, they may still not get results. And you end up with unhappy clients, clients that may complain about your services to other people and say that, you know, you didn't help them. You didn't deliver on the promises you made. And, you know, you may end up with unpaid bills where people decide they're not going to fulfill their financial commitments to you. They don't want to pay payment plan, you know, they drop off. Now you're chasing people and money and agreements that they made. And, you know, you might even end up with some legal battles, lawsuits. People can get pretty angry when they're not getting what they wanted from you. And so how do you set it up a little differently for yourself? Well, one thing that I utilize a lot in my business is the drama triangle. I don't know if you heard of it, but it's a framework that's been utilized for decades by psychologists to describe a certain scenario. So the drama triangle has, you know, as a triangle has three roles. It's the victim, the person that really wants to be rescued, and the rescuer, the person that's rescuing the victim, and the persecutor, the person that the victim is looking to be rescued from. And so anytime you step into the drama triangle or participate in any way or form inside that triangle, you end up circulating around that triangle and it can get hard to get off. And so when you take on a client that's not a fit, most likely they are in the victim position, looking, wanting you and searching for somebody who can rescue them. And when you take them on, even though you know they're not the best fit, you are definitely stepping into that drama triangle as the rescuer, hoping to save them. And when you do, eventually, you know, they'll become the persecutor and you become the victim when things don't go the way they had hoped. And so this is the drama triangle where many of us sometimes steps into when we are working with clients in deeper ways. And I would also say this, you know, Part of what makes this a little bit tricky to discern and see is because obviously in our roles as CEOs, we offering solutions to big problems that people have. And we asking them, inviting them to step in and, you know, take a risk with us and trust us. And we are solving those bigger problems for them. And so in some ways, there already is a hierarchy or set up here of us rescuing them. So the biggest thing that you can do if you work in with any clients that are looking for you to save them, is to not rescue. So not step onto the drama triangle, not participate with anybody at that level. So what that looks like is that, one, it's really important that you start really paying attention to the language that people utilize during the sales conversation when they're not a good fit for you or when they're in that victim mentality and looking for somebody to rescue them so that you can discern that they're really not a good fit for your offer. We're going to do a deep dive on that next week in the podcast here. And I'm really going to talk about a specific process that we utilize to help discern if somebody is a good fit for our offer. And it would also help you to do this if you ever want to delegate the sales process to somebody else. 
and you don't want to do sales yourself as your business is scaling up in rapid order, it can be really helpful to have this process dialed in that we're going to be talking about next week. But let's get back to the drama triangle, right? So with the drama triangle, it's, you know, like I said, there is this setup. And the biggest thing you can do to kind of disrupt that is anytime somebody is coming to you to be rescued is to hand the problem back to them in some way, to put them back in front of their feet so that they have to pick it back up and address it themselves, to actually refuse the rescuing role. And so, you know, oftentimes when somebody comes to me with a big challenge, I oftentimes don't have just one answer. I say, well, that depends. Let's unpack this some more. Here are some options for you. Here's different ways of looking at this. So I'm more than rescuing and solving the problem for them. I'm talking it through with them. I'm helping them shift their perspective to see the problem from a different view. And also giving them one, two or three options to choose from so they can actively participate in the role of deciding what would be the best option for them, which then leaves them out of the victim role. So sometimes, you know, as humans, we want to be rescued. I remember many times back in the day, early on in my entrepreneurial journey, when I was so overwhelmed by being an entrepreneur and felt pretty stressed out and lonely at the top and felt unsupported and where there were days I just wish somebody would just step in and make some decisions for me or tell me what to do. And I get that, right? So sometimes we have that inclination, especially when we're feeling overwhelmed and stressed. But the most powerful thing you can do is to start handing the problems back to your clients while guiding the process and helping them discern what is the best choice for them. That is how you empower them, right? So the biggest thing us as leaders, mentors, guides, visionaries, you know, gifted people, intuitives, it's not to solve problems for people, but to guide them through the process of discerning for themselves what is the best option for them so that they are empowered and left with a new skill set that's going to serve them in the future. So I hope this is helpful in looking at what are the costs of taking on clients that are not a fit and also really taking a deep dive look at the drawback triangle and how this may show up in your own business. This may show up in other areas of your life and really starting to disengage, to not take the hook of getting your ego all involved and excited about rescuing people and being the hero, but really helping people to empower, to feel empowered and to really start leading themselves in a more impactful way, because that's really the way forward. And next week, we're going to dive in and really unpack a phenomenal process of how to get really clear on if somebody is the right fit while you're on that sales conversation with them. So we talk to you next week. Let me know what you are noticing as you are diving into this series around sales. And I really would love to hear from you about the insights you might have, or if you're testing something new out, or if you're noting something that maybe have been a blind spot for you in the past and you're becoming aware to it because those are big wins and I would love to hear about it. I'll talk to you soon. 
Thanks for tuning in to the 7 Figure Freedom Podcast. I hope this episode sparked a shift in perspective to help you amplify your impact, income, and freedom. Schedule a call with me today. You'll find the scheduling link in the show notes to take the first step towards gaining clarity on how to bring your vision to life with more ease. I'm looking forward to reconnecting with you next week for more insights, inspiration, and innovation. Check the show notes for additional resources. 